see change is inevitable. So it's never too late to make a difference as an individual. Because we got to do that to become better as a whole. All for one. And one for all. Okay, it says we're live. All right. So, uh, good evening, Wolfpack. How the fuck are we doing tonight? I am very excited that we have a guest interview with Bethany. I can't pronounce your last name. What is <laughs> Heilman. Heilman. See, I, I butchered the fuck out of it earlier. I apologize. Uh, I, I do want to let you know I, I do cuss. I should have said this before. Um, I do cuss. I use I use bad language. So um, hopefully that won't offend anybody tonight. But I'm going to introduce myself first for the ones that are watching that don't uh, know who I am. Uh, my name is Rooster. My That's actually a nickname, but I, my, my real name is Chris Atkins. My uh, nickname is Rooster. That's what I like going by especially deal with these the speaking and and everything that i do on mental health i created a little stage name for myself um if you have any questions or comments that you want us to see please put them in all caps uh your regular your regular comments and stuff um don't don't put them in all caps but if you have any questions comments that you want us to see put them all cats so i can find them easier we'll either get to them during the interview or after we're done with the interview we'll do a little live question uh question and and answer thing but anyways i'm rooster and basically i run a private facebook uh group to deal with mental health i've been doing it for about four years now privately it's only been the last couple months, you know, somewhere around there, maybe six months uh, that I have actually been able to be go public because I have mental illnesses myself that I deal with um, uh, anxiety, depression, um, PTSD, all kinds of different things. Uh, I've had my own trauma, everything like that. The reason that I have on Bethany here tonight is because I want to start doing a lot of interviews with businesses and people and nonprofits and organizations that have something to do with mental health. And I want people to be able to tell their story about the trauma and things they've been through and the things that, you know, that how they deal with their own mental health. I want it to start being able to become more public, <clears throat> not just on my end, but, you know, other people's ends too. Uh, I do want to give a fair warning that you know we will be talking about some sensitive subjects tonight um that's your warning but this is about bethany her story and her business uh you can find if you're looking for me and want to listen to a podcast or uh join the facebook group this is yana's Wolfpack. yana stands for like the the little logo stands for up there stands for you are not alone uh, so it's Yana, Y-A-N-A-S, Wolfpack. You can find us on YouTube, uh, major podcast hosts, TikTok, and Facebook with a public page. Yes, we see your comments there. Uh, oh, can Bethany see the comments? I'm not sure if she can see the comments. Um, um, I can't see the comments, but okay. I'm sure you can just tell them to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I will. Uh, thanks, Becky. That's one of the pack members. Uh, 
but we I, I appreciate you all spending or coming here tonight spending this time with us um without further ado i'm going to introduce bethany heilman <laughs> yeah. right yeah is that right okay yes she, she uh she has her own little business that um is called for the hotties safety emporium got that right right yep <laughs> okay all right she makes basically she makes um self-defense keychains for women and i'm guessing men men can buy these too right yep and men to uh help protect themselves and it as she was explained to me earlier not being such an obvious thing that you're carrying around with you so basically kind of like a concealed little keychain that somebody's not going to know that you have on you to protect yourself um without further ado i'm going to let bethany introduce herself and we're going to get into this i'm going to shut up so this is about her go ahead bethany well, hi guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, like I said, my name is Bethany. Um, I'm really appreciated for Rooster for having me on because I was so nervous today. So thank you guys for being so welcoming. Um, I do make these little keychains and I make little knuckles. I um, started my business after I had a really traumatic event happen to me and I was scared to leave my house and i was scared to scare my child by carrying a knife or something leave my house so as i was working through my trauma my therapist said i had to have a hobby and i'm like i'm not good at anything crafty like my house is so plain you would think it's a bachelor pad so i finally picked up these epoxy resin molds and i started making these keychains and I posted them on Facebook and everyone's like, let me buy one. Let me buy one. And I'm like, oh my gosh, people like my stuff. And then it was just an outpouring of support. They're like, can you make me one? My daughter needs one. And uh, so that is how this business started. Because in no way did I ever think that it would grow up so fast. We've shipped to all 50 states and we've even shipped international. So it is such a blessing that God has given me to get these little keychains out. We make them in all styles, all colors, some go in the dark, and we make custom ones for the same price. So it's just been a really great, a great experience. And I'm just glad that I can help other people through something that I'm so passionate about. <laughs> I gotta remember to take myself off mute. Uh, <laughs> that, is, that is great um did uh, I, i'm sorry i was listening i swear i was uh did you say how you actually came up with the with the reddit and story and all that you you said that? yeah yeah i was looking on reddit for a hobby and that is how i found these little self-defense keychains because i went to buy one because later in the podcast you'll see why i was kind of nervous to leave my house um I found one and it was $50 and I was like, I'm not paying $50 for this. And I went on Reddit and I found out how to make my own keychains. So that is how it started. And I've, it just exploded. And it's just awesome that people see the value in it because there's a time and a place, whether you're pro second amendment or not against it or whatever, there's some times where you can't just, use your gun you know or you don't want to carry a machete with you you know to feel safe and these are really sharp and they're really light they're ignition safe so it's just been a great product that i feel like i can offer my friends 
Gotta take myself off mute. <laughs> Sorry. If, if you can tell, I, I know I'm a little nervous. I, I, I think Bethany is too, but but it's cool. We're in a safe environment and, and we're just chatting as friends as we were talking about before. Yep, just a normal uh, conversation. <laughs> link to you wanna okay, so give me one quick second. Somebody asked a link to her website. Let me get that for her real quick. And I'm gonna ask her this question, let her go into that while she's answering this. So okay. do you want to get into um again? We are we are going to talk about some sensitive subjects tonight. But would you like to get into the inspiration for starting your business and the tragic, yeah. the tragic event that has uh, that led you into get, uh, wanting to start making these keychains? Yeah, this would be great. So I had a great friend of mine. My son called him Uncle. We rode together. We live neighbors. We live thirty-seven feet apart. Um, I went to family holidays with this gentleman. Um, and then one day he ended up drugging me in broccoli casserole and he ended up sexually assaulting me and videoing it and taking pictures and putting it on the internet. And I lost my mind. I shut down for like two weeks because I said, did this man really just take a piece of me that I can't ever get back? Like this is, you know uncle so-and-so like he wouldn't do this to me he wouldn't do this to me so one day i sent a text and i said i know what you did to me and his response was i can't help it it's because you're pretty so i went to the police and i said i just got assaulted by my neighbor and i don't know what to do like i was a mess i I remember I was in such a state of trauma that I had just found out that my very intimate parts, a piece of me, a vulnerable piece of me was, was taken from me. And we live 37 feet apart. This man knew my routine. He had a house key. My dogs knew him. So if he were, you know, after that happened, like, I was like, my dogs aren't going to alert if he breaks in and kills me or does it again. You know, my son's not going to think anything's wrong because as a mother, you try to protect your son. Like you didn't want to say, hey, you can't go over there anymore, you know. And so I had to piece it all together. So I, the first step was I texted my mom and my mom was like, oh my gosh, you know, what? what so we i went to the police i made my report and they the meantime is he lives our property lines are 37 feet apart so this man could not leave his house he could not do anything while i'm still living at my house like he did not have to vacate his home so i have this man that i just reported for sexual assault living 37 feet away from me and had was familiar with my whole life. I couldn't leave my house, but I didn't want to be at my house. I am blessed to be a mother of a 12 year old and you kind of protect, you protect them. So I was, there was no way that I couldn't hide this from my son. So I had to tell him that so-and-so hurt me and we are not allowed to have any contact and if he even comes 
on our property. If you see him outside your house, you have to call 911. So that hurt because I hurt my son, you know, not me personally, but you could see the sadness. Not only was his mom attacked, you know, cause I chose to be honest with him. You know, he lost somebody that he called uncle. So I didn't want to scare my son by showing him fear by carrying my gun openly. When I leave my house to go to the car, I didn't want to carry a big machete because I didn't want to scare my son. I live in a subdivision. I didn't want people to ask questions or call the cops on me saying, you know, because if you don't know the law, you know, they could think this lady's crazy. She's walking around with a knife or just an openly gun. So that's what started this keychains because I was like, man, I can put these on my keys. I can hold them with my finger and nobody would know. And I sharpen them. They're very sharp. And I was like, nobody would know. And if he attacks me, I'm just gonna, you know, stab him, you know, and it won't be so violent to watch. So after I got attacked, it took me um, almost two weeks to leave my house. I was terrified to be here, but the thought of going outside just terrified me even more. I finally mustered the courage up and I went and stayed with my parents and it was the best couple of days that I had with my mom. You know, it was the great, the greatest that I've had with my family. They were so supportive and it gave me my power back. So I said, I'm going to go back to my house. I don't care that he's there. And we had court the next day. Um, luckily the court made an order that he had to sell his house and he had to vacate. So I felt like that was my first victory. Like I had won, like I had to make this man sell his house and I can live my life again. So then I was going to just quit with my keychains, you know, just make enough for me. But then I'm like, I would get really sad and I would be like, I'm idle. And I was still scared to leave the house. So I wasn't going to the gym. I wasn't riding my motorcycle. I wasn't doing anything. I disassociated myself with everybody. And uh, I started making these keychains just to pass the time. And then everyone was like, I want to buy one. I want to buy one. I want to buy one. And it, it just turned into this business that I never thought would turn into this over me getting brutally attacked and uploaded on the internet by somebody that was in my family, pretty much family. So it was very, it was very traumatic to live next to him because I could, he was allowed to take his trash out. He was allowed to take the mail and he was allowed to walk to the garage and there would be times where he would violate his protection order. I'd have to call the cops and it was just keep like trauma after trauma, just seeing him, hearing his voice, like knowing that he could just come in my house and knowing that somebody that I loved that I, that I thought was a great human would hurt me so bad. It was like I had to grieve being sexually assaulted. I had to grieve losing a friendship. I had to grieve for my son. I had to grieve for the detrimental mental health that it had caused me where I just shut down. I quit going to work. All I wanted to do was just be at home but not be at home and cry but not cry. Be strong but be weak. And I had no idea where to start healing. 
So I would just be crying making these keychains and I would just make them in different colors, different styles. I would just be crying, but I would, it helped me because I was doing something with my hands and I kind of had to use my brain, but it would just deflect me having a mental breakdown three times a day. And then when people started liking them, it like kind of filled it up that it's like, okay, I'm not the only one that thinks they're going to get attacked. Like I, my thoughts of getting assaulted or getting jumped or being scared of anybody is justified. So that part helped me continue to be like, you know what, I can make this business. I'm not the only one that's scared. And so it was a community of people that it was just amazing to make me feel that I wasn't alone, that these keychains, the thought process, you know, wasn't so weird because it's like, man, am I the only one that ever feels this way? Because they always warn you about like, watch out for walking in dark alleys, watch out for the guy in the dumpster, walk in pairs. But it's like, nobody would have thought that my neighbor who we thought was family, who I went to their holidays with would be the one to assault me. So it just felt really good after I started making these keychains that other people were like-minded because it made me feel like, okay, I'm not the only one and we're helping people. So that's how this all really started, the long version of it. <laughs> so. No, that's that's great. I, I love that. I, I love that story. I'm, I'm sorry that uh, that somebody that you knew personally and trusted and and had a close relationship done something disgustingly evil like that to you. Um, I don't know how other people feel. And the great thing about having your own podcast and making your own group and everything is that I can say whatever the fuck I want. And I yes. hope that guy burns in fucking hell and gets exactly what the fuck he deserves because that is wrong. Um, sorry, I was I was reading comments. Uh, no, that's okay. But you're doing great. You're doing great, by the way. Um, Thank you. I love you. the energy. I'm, I love how you're so open and 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 doing all this. And hopefully, you know, by you having the the um bravery of being able to tell your story about the things that have happened to you that it's going to help other people i know i know it, it's helping other people um, that's awesome <clears throat> give me one quick second i'm sorry i'm trying to trying to talk to you and pay attention to you and and, and I, i've never done this before so i'm trying to keep keep a keep an eye on the comments too no uh, this is great this had, is great should have had somebody definitely uh maybe moderate the comments next time that uh but yeah we're learning we're learning right it's all learning um, experience it's just a conversation with friends yes yes uh so so with 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 all of the, that this happened to you what what is um let me find that because i just had it up here awkward silence <laughs> awkward laugh <laughs> so we are we already talked about the inspiration of starting your business you know that was pretty much the the trauma that that you went through and mm -hmm. you know this was basically a correct me if i'm wrong kind of a coping mechanism it um, definitely was because i did not want to talk about it i did not want to get in my car and drive to therapy thankfully i'm so grateful for my therapist doing it online 
online before, well, I could muster the courage to go to my therapist or I'd be a mess. And there's no way that if you would have asked me, this happened last year. So if you would have asked me last year that I would be doing a podcast saying how I got sexually assaulted by my neighbor, I would say, you are crazy. And you'd be selling keychains. I would say, what drugs are you on? But now it's like full circle. It's like, oh my gosh, like we made it, you know, we made it. Like we all made it, you know, it's just great. Yes. Um, that I, I don't think I asked you this previously, but is, oh no, I'm sorry. I already know the answer that I'm about to ask. I was just about to ask, uh, is this your full-time business now? But it's you've already told me that you, you have a third shift job. So yeah, I would hope <laughs> one day it can be my real job. Yeah, that that would be amazing to uh, to know that you've grown that much. Um, a personal question I would uh, I would like to ask you is that with doing this business and a being your coping mechanism, like was it a a a good way? I I don't, don't want to say sometimes I got to watch how I say things because how how people take them. But was it a um I won't take it anyway, bad just say how you want not, to say not it. Not just you, it's uh people that, that listen. I don't want them to get the wrong impression. But it was it was it a good way to not only cope but kind of help you get through and get over what happened with you? Yeah. I mean it was I always had something to do and it wasn't it gave me something when those times were idle when I didn't want to do anything, it's like, well, I can make a keychain or, oh, I forgot I got to make a keychain for so-and-so. And it, on the other side of it, my son didn't see his mom laying on the couch crying. His mom, my son didn't, um, locking herself in the bathroom crying. I would just be like, oh, I, I got to go make some keychains. And I would just either go in my basement and just cry and so my son didn't have to see it. So it helped me give me a platform where I was very honest with my son, but he doesn't need to see his mom. He needs to see his mom be powerful. He doesn't need to know that his mom's crying in the basement, making self-defense keychains. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be a, that, that would be not only, you know, traumatizing for what you went through but also you know your child and like you said you know this was he called this guy you know his uncle and spent a lot of time with them to know that something like you know that somebody so close and you and you said you showed me earlier i mean the guy lived literally would you say 30 feet behind you or how, how yeah close? 37 feet 37, 37 feet close to you i mean that's and to know that that person so um I'm sorry, but I I, I want I want to keep this in the in the um in the audience's mind when this all went down and 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 the court system and all like that. What exactly happened with that? And there's a reason why I'm asking this. But what exactly happened with the court system? Well, I first I had to go report it, and I didn't report it right when it happened because I was like, there's no way that happened there's no way this happened i waited week and in the meantime i sent a text i did it on text um it's because i was pretty and uh, i should be scared of him and you know he couldn't help it 
so I had these screenshots and I brought them to the police and I was like, he's admitted to doing this to me, you know, like, why does this have to get so drawn out? So after that, they made a report. I had to go talk to a bunch of detectives. I had to take a bunch of tests. Like they went through my phone, like they ended up doing three warrants on hit on my neighbor's house. And then, um, they come to find out there was different victims. So we're in the process of still dealing with it. But as of now, I have my protection order. I had my order to vacate for him to vacate. He had to sell his house um, and he still cannot be around me. And we're still, there was different victims. So I'm just trying my best to get the justice that he deserves. So it's just kind of up in the air right now, but we won the big battle by getting the protection order, by getting his weapons taken away, by getting a court order to vacate, you know, and to freeze the profits of sales. So that's where we're at right now. It's just, I can't say too much about anything else, but that's where we're at right now. It's still pending. The reason I asked that was because, um, Unfortunately, dealing with uh, this mental health support group that I run, um, I have I have talked to quite a lot of females out there that this has happened to. And they have always been, you know, afraid of going and, you know, telling on the person and, and, and reporting them and, and doing all this. So for you to have had the courage to go do this. And like you said, come to find out that, you know, th you, three other people, correct? Yeah. It happened three other times. So three, three other people had been affected by this one person. And well, I, I don't even dignify, you know, calling this person a person. It's a fucking monster and disgusting, but having to deal with that, you know, come to find out that three other people did this. I, I would like the audience to know and understand that you don't have to keep your mouth shut you know yes i have heard of the justice system failing women that have gone through this and they haven't I definitely, done anything go ahead go also ahead. i definitely feel like the odds are stacked against me just because i am a female it's been hard to prove that i was assaulted even with messages like it would be easier almost not to report it but that wouldn't have been the right thing because what if there could have been three more i mean he's gonna have to live somewhere he's gonna have a neighbor but i mean i know they're doing their best but there's some times where it's just like man i shouldn't have to prove that i was a victim of a crime i yeah that's that's exactly where i was going with it you you shouldn't have to and and, and nobody you know else should ever you know have to especially when you got hardcore evidence like that 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 the justice system nowadays is is failing a lot of a lot of people um so i i commend you for having the courage to step up and you know luckily i i think you know that since you stepped up you like you said this could have been you know this was already three people that he had already done this to and you know uh and, and yeah. plus yourself how many more people would have would have you done this to and gotten away with it maybe because the, i don't know did, did the other people did they happen to step up and say anything or did they kind of just sweep it underneath the rug and not do anything about it 
I believe that they were saying something. I believe um, at least one of them came up and she was in Indiana. So I believe that she reported it. It's just been, uh, my heart hurts for them because we all feel the same pain. Right. You definitely do. And you're, you're getting some great comments. I know I'm, I'm trying to let you speak. But, you know, oh, thank you. Some great comments. I've been trying to show them up there. Cause I don't know if you can see them with the banner, but a lot oh, of yeah, them, I you can... know, are, are, go ahead. Well, yeah, I can see some of them. Thank you guys. It's really making me feel good. And this is so healing for me. And it just like makes me feel powerful. And I hope that even one, this touches one person's life whether it's a sexual assault, whether it's um, some other traumatic event. I mean, if you would have saw me a year ago, oh, you wouldn't even recognize me. And it's just, just, this is growth. This is addressing your mental health. My mental health, I have major depressive disorder, severe anxiety, PTSD, and ADHD. So, all those got exacerbated when this happened. Like this is, it was terrible because you have one side, you're, I can't focus on anything except being sad, but then it's like, oh, I'm so sad. I can't get anything. And then you get sad because you didn't get anything done. Then you're anxious because everything just piled up, you know, and I wasn't going to work. So my routine was messed up. And it's like, if you would have asked me a year ago, um, yeah, that I, I wouldn't have been here if I didn't address my mental health. There's just no way. And uh, I'm just grateful for my treatment team for not making me feel alienated and not pitying me. You know, there's a very thin line of being like, I'm sorry that this happened to you and to, to babying you. Like I have a great treatment team. I have a great therapist that calls me on my bullshit and she'll be like, you're making excuses but that's the kind of therapist I need. I don't need somebody to say, well, it's okay that you don't want to get up and do the laundry for three days. And it's okay that you just want to order takeout for seven days in a row. My therapist would be like, get off your ass. That's your depressed brain talking. But you know, like that's your depressed brain. Like your real brain is like, you have to get up and like, you need clean towels. You know? <laughs> so it, that is very... the truth. Yeah. So uh, like having the God. right having the right treatment team got me through this and being on the right medication that got me through this, you know, it, cause it was like all my mental disorders were like, let's go crazy all at once and let's just fight each other. So my brain was just like, Oh, and that's another time I would just go to keychains cause I'd be like, I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to react. I either want to cry. I want to eat. I want to drink myself to death you know, when none of those are good. So I'd be like, I'm just going to make some keychains, you know, <laughs> and just cry in the basement like a normal person. <laughs> oh, right. No, I get that. Um, so, so I, uh, before I say this, then, um, I want to reintroduce myself again. Uh, I I'm rooster and I'm a bit of an asshole, but I'm an asshole because, uh, I am a blunt and honest person. What you just said, right? And I, I wanted to say all this because I feel that very thing too, that in the private um, support group that I run on Facebook, it is well known that my motto is I, I tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And I don't believe in like what your mm -hmm. therapist said in the whole 
coddling and, you know, you know, telling you, you know, oh, it's okay to, you know, to be this way, or it's okay to, you know, to let, you know, th this overwhelm you and all this kind of different stuff. So saying all of that and hearing a licensed therapist tell you the same thing that what I'm try out there trying to, because I've, I've had a lot of people sit there and, you know, kind of hate on me or get pissed off at me because I'm like, look, like I'm not dismissing the things you've been through and the trauma that you've been through and everything like that. But at some point in time, you have to understand that it's exactly you're not through it, but you're 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 growing through it and you've got to, you know, kind of let it be in the past and you've got to find a way somehow, some way, you've got to find a way to not let this hold you down and and and, and like chains. You know, I I I I have this uh uh this saying that you know breaking the bonds from your past to, to, to stop holding you back so you can get on with your present and your future. Unfortunately, a lot of people um, sit there and, and, and they get they get upset. They get upset because they're like, oh, well, you know, you're saying it was my fault or you're saying that, you know, this. And I was like, no, I never said it was your fault. And anything like this is, you know, has happened to anybody because uh, I will I, I will say something that um, might surprise a few people that aren't part of my private Facebook group and that are close to me. Uh, and I don't want this to make this all about me, but it can happen to men too. And, and including me too. Um, the very thing that, that you have gone through has also happened to me. Um, not, not, not the exact same way. Uh, that's another story for another time that, you know, uh, I, I don't want to take away from you and what you've gone through, but I, I want it to be known that these things can happen to men too. And that we, you know, suffer and battle with the same of molestation and rape and all, you know, all kinds of different things. So if there's any men out there watching, please understand that it, it, it happens to us too. And it don't, you know, it don't make you any of less of a man and it don't make you any less of a person or anything, you know, for again, for you to speak up and stand up about it, you know, what, and this goes for men and women, you know, what happened to you was not your fault. What happened to you, you know, it, it didn't happen like you had said, you know, that or you were told repeatedly, oh, you know, you're you're just pretty and, you know, I couldn't help myself. That's that's the most fucking disgusting bullshit excuse I could ever hear somebody say that, you know, and put it back on you that it's, that it's your, your fault because you're pretty or you're, you're this or you're that or, you know, you were wearing a certain clothing or you were in the wrong place at the wrong time or whatever. That, that's, that's for our society, for people to think that that's okay for something like that to happen, to do that to somebody, it's just, it's, it's fucking pathetic and disgusting. Yeah, and it's like going back to that, you know, it's like, if you're so nonchalant to admit it on text, you know, it's like, this is not your first time. And I just remember going to my therapist and I said, I need you. Bethany, you're cutting out. To make me. There you go. There you are. Go ahead. I think I'm back. Yep. You're back. Yeah. My therapist, I said, I need. I said, I need you to push me to do things. And she did a great job. And I just owe my whole recovery to her and Jesus and my family. I just wouldn't be there without them. That, that gives me new hope. That gives me new hope because um, 
I, uh, <laughs> I, I've went through a lot of therapists in my time and I've, I've never really liked them. All the, uh, all the healing that I've done, I've done it myself by, you know, by learning and looking up and Googling and all this kind of different, different stuff, because I had a bad experience with therapists. So for to hear, and I'm starting to hear it more and more. I have a buddy that was telling me the same thing the other day that he, he met a therapist just like, you know, the one you have. And, you know, they were a non-bullshitter and, you know, got, and, you know, didn't tell them what they needed or wanted to hear. They told them what they needed to hear and got into their ass and stuff. And I, I, I wish there was more therapists out there that was like that. Yeah. And I will just say, you know, don't stick with a bad, uh, the worst therapy is a bad therapist because you're not going to ever listen to them and you're going to be like, I'm paying all this money. I'm still sad. I'm doing this. I told my therapist, she said, what do you need? And I said, I need you to give me a purpose to get up. I need you to give me the strength to get up and I need you to let me not fail on my own accord. And she did that. She would be like, I can't believe that you're not doing the laundry. Like, what are you going to wear? What are you going to do if you don't do laundry? Um, you have to eat. So you need to cook dinner all the time. And we made little goals like do the laundry, cook dinner, clean the house, clean the baseboards, keep your car clean. And those little things, A, they distracted my mind from why I was actually in this intense therapy. And it, I accomplished a goal every day, every day. And so all, all this positive stuff was just kicking out that negative gunk in my mind. And then at this time, my keychain business had just um, exploded. So I was like, overwhelmingly busy and knew normally I would get anxiety because I was like oh my gosh like I have to make like a hundred keychains and I was like oh my gosh and it's like oh my gosh I get to make a hundred keychains because a hundred people think they're cool you know so it just retrained my brain so it's been oh, a great that, experience that, yeah that that's something I I try to get people to understand uh about like what you just said is retraining your brain to work for you and not work against you. Um, can you hear me? Oh, okay. You were reading the comment. Yeah. Sorry. You lent, you lent in. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. You have a whole bunch of comments going on right now. I mean, uh, there's, you know, one Katie, you know, saying you're amazing and, um, <laughs> other people saying you're awesome and how, Kurt, or how, uh, there's a Debbie, you know, saying you're the most awesome person ever. And, oh, uh, that's you know, awesome. people just saying how, they're they're really resonating you and and are with you and 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 things you're saying and I, I'm telling you it takes a lot of courage to get on here and uh, correct me if I'm wrong but just a year and a year afterwards right uh -huh. you know that uh for you to be able to get on here and talk about this because I know unfortunately I know some people that I try to help myself and I have like little one on one you know um, talks and. And uh, what what is it called? Because I can't legally, I'm not a licensed therapist, so I can't call it a, a therapy session or a counseling or anything like that. It's a it's basically a mental health. Me, me, mental, I like that one. I'm going to start using that one too. But it's a mental health supporter. Um, I know a lot of people that that have used, and they're 30, 40, 50 years you know, ago that something has happened like this, and they've let it determine how their life has turned out to be and they've missed out on so much with their anxiety and you know other mental illnesses depression and everything so to hear you say that this happened to me a year ago and i i turned my my trauma into triumph 
and basically, you know, didn't let this hold me back. And I turned it into something, you know, better than what I'd went through is, is, is amazing to hear. It's, it's, it's refreshing because you don't know how many people I, I talk to on a regular basis that just lets this stuff defeat them and other things too, you know, not just, you know, something like this, but other things that just defeats them. And they, there are, they're almost a shell of the person that they used to be and they can't find their way out. So having you on here saying all these things and confirming just things that I have told, you know, different people, but having, you know, somebody that's been through this trauma and be like, I have built something out of this and I have, I'm not letting this hold me back. And I have, you know, had a therapist pushing me and, you know, to get these different things done. It, it's incredible. It, it is definitely incredible. Well, thank you. And, you know, there's days, you know, the year anniversary of this, I was, I was a mess. I wanted to shut down and I wanted, you know, I have my days where I'm just like, you know what, I'm a little sad, but I have tools where it's like, all right, I can be sad, but we're going to keep going because we're powerful. We're going to keep going. And because at this point, if I sit there and revert to the shell of a person that I was, the one that was scared to leave my house, scared to be at my house, that was just scared. All that work is wasted. And I work too hard to lose all that progress. So when I get really sad, I feel it and I cope it and I grieve it. And then it's like, I've came too far to start at just, I'm exhausted from starting over. We're just going to go from here to present. And that's, that's a lot of what I tried to tell people. I have a um, friend in the group. She's actually one of the admins. Uh, she, her, her little famous saying is that she tries to tell everybody, you know, just get up and do one thing. Just one thing, you know, whether that's brushing your teeth, you know, freaking taking a shower, doing, you know, a handful of dishes. You ain't got to do the whole sink, but just get up and make yourself do one thing when you're in this this kind of state of mind. And it usually kicks you into gear and motivates you into doing more. Because... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, because you're already up doing it. You're like, well, I feel kind of good doing this. It's like, maybe I can take a shower today. Cause that was my thing. All I wanted to do was eat and shower and sleep, eat, shower, sleep. And it was like, I'm going to eat because I wanted to feel something. So I would eat until I made myself sick. Like as crazy as it sounds. And then I'd have a reason to be, feel sad. I'd be like, Oh, I'm just not feeling good. You know? So I would just like make myself physically feel sick. So I didn't have to worry about my brain being sick. And now I'm like, man, that's where all these extra 50 pounds came from. Damn. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Not, not, not doing anything and, and, and coping. And, and uh, I'm trying to find, trying to find uh, the post or the, sorry, there we go. There it is. There it is. All right. Again, I'm, I'm new at this. So, so I was trying to make sure we got your, your, your website up there again. No, that that's it, it's so refreshing. I'm telling you, I know, I know, I keep repeating myself, but it's so refreshing to hear somebody, you know, out there saying, I, I, "I just, I've been through all of this, and this is, you know, what happened to me, and I'm able to speak about it and and use it, and and again, turn my tragedy or you know into triumph, you know, my trauma into triumph." And 
just sit back and 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 listen to you and it's just it's incredible it, it is really incredible well thank you i appreciate you having me on today no yeah yeah no i appreciate you getting on i i don't want to i don't want to end the interview unless you're done unless you're done i have a couple more minutes <laughs> okay okay yeah you tell me if it's a, if it's uh this would be a great time anybody if they have any questions or you know that they want to ask um if you uh if you only have a few more minutes then um let us you know know in the comments we will do a question and answer i forgot i forgot to announce the uh that if that if you like and share and comment on here that bethany was going to get with you and uh they were, we we're going to pick one random person um to uh give a care package i forgot to announce that at the beginning i, sh I should have done that my apologize um yeah we'll probably do that uh i'll collect everybody that was commenting if you don't mind i'll collect everybody that was commenting and on here and then i will randomly uh pick out of out of a of an app or something i can put names together and it'll randomly pick somebody so it's no bias going on awesome yeah that's great and my keychains are i make them affordable i will say that they are two for ten dollars or they're six dollars a piece my big wristlets they're like a bracelet i don't have one because i sold out of them um, they are 15 and they have two keychains usually a lipstick holder a hand sanitizer and a door opening tool and they're on a cute little print i wish i had one to show you but um, if you have any questions i'm very active on my business page you can send me a message and um my business is not based on the ability to pay i know that makes no sense to be like why are you doing your business but you don't care if i pay you i if you need it you need it I'm not going to worry about your safety over $6. If you need it, I will ship it out and then you can pay me when you have it because I know what it's like not feeling safe. And I would much rather you not carry a gun if you're not educated to carry a gun. I would much rather you not carry a knife if you're not educated on carrying a knife. So, you know, I will work with you. You know, this business isn't for making money for the whole total reason. It's just to help others, really. Yes, keep talking. I'm typing. Sorry. Oh, uh, oh no, that's okay. <laughs> and I appreciate what, uh, you guys all being so welcoming to me. And go ahead. I just appreciate everybody being so welcoming to me and listening to me because I was like, it's so hard talking about yourself without being like braggy. Because I've prayed all day today. I said, Lord, just work through me, work through my spirit, give me the words. And the story of this is Chris Roll Rooster sent me all these questions. And one of the questions was like, do you want to talk about your mental health? And I just answered that. And I said, I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm just going to let it flow through me. And he can agree with that. And we even talked before this. I said, I don't know what the Lord's going to have me say today. So we're just winging it. And I just hope that you guys know that no matter what, situation it is there it's going to be terrible for a while it's not an overnight recovery but i promise you can get to a point where it just doesn't control your life and you can get your power back and that is the stage that i'm in to be able to talk about this and not cry now that, that is awesome that is awesome for you for you to hear you say that knowing what you've been through and listening to you tonight 
and and to be able to tell others uh because like i said i've i've told told quite a few people the same thing and they're like oh well, you don't understand and you don't know and it's like no no i i know and understand a little bit more than what you think yeah i do right um so uh don't really have any question comments there is a couple more questions i, I would like to ask you if yeah you, sure i'll have a few minutes yeah um what is the most important thing that you have learned after starting your business that sometimes people are exhausting to be honest sometimes people are exhausting <laughs> i will say that and i mean this i love my customers i've been doing a lot of festivals like pop-up events and i did not know how exhausting it is talking to people answering their questions selling your product you know i did not know how exhausting that would be and i did not know how i'm the type of person i never send food back and i never really complain about stuff i sold a keychain and it was wrong color blue it's like what what's the right color blue i just thought blue is blue you know but you know they're my customers i have to help them they gave me their money but it's like sometimes people are exhausting and i still even i get very minimal negative comments but some people just don't want to be happy so i'll just be like you can keep them i'm going to refund your money thank you for supporting me because it's like i'm not going back and forth over what color blue is you know, <laughs> you know? so it's like it's that's exhausting and it's like being innovative and not putting out the same type of product the same colors the same styles you know i'm always trying to progress into something different and you know with safety minded first you know like how can i make this safer how can i make this more effective like what can I do? You know, how can I make these sharper without hurting you? You know, because you don't want to grab your keys and uh, stab yourself, you know. <laughs> so that's just yeah. been kind of the just from the business side of it, because I like run things with my heart. So running a business was really hard for me because I'd be like, oh, uh, I don't I don't know. You know, that's fine. You know, you know, but it's from the business part of it. That's the hardest part is sometimes dealing with feeling a little overwhelmed with like your requests, especially lately. I've been doing a lot of bridal parties like the brides have been buying bridesmaids. So it's like they're like, make it look like a wedding. It's like, how do you make a knife look like a wedding? And then I'm like, what kind of people are you having there? You know, but uh. <laughs> But it's like, so it, and you know, you want to make it right. And like, when people don't give me direction, my ADHD brain's like, put everything in it, make it sparkly. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I'm done making this now. I'll come back to it. You know? <laughs> and then I get anxious. I'm like, oh man, that's, I got to ship that out in two days. And then I'm like, I'll start it in five minutes. And then I'm like mopping the floor, you know? <laughs> So that's kind of hard, but it, I mean, it's awesome. Like I just shipped out a big bridal set to Arizona and it, she's like, these were awesome. And she sent me one of her wedding photos and they're all holding their knuckles. And I cried and cried. I was like, I made that. You know? That is really awesome. That That is awesome. Knowing that you're shipping all over. Um, that was, that was definitely one of the things that, that, uh, that I didn't expect to start turning because like i said I, i've been doing this for four years i've been doing lives for four years and the private facebook group and i uh just last i think it was around last september that i decided to start making a podcast with this 
And I only made it for to be like, you know, well, to let the private Facebook group members be like, okay, so you can listen to it easier so you can find it instead of it getting, you know, jumbled the live that I did that for that day jumbled and all the mix of everything that everybody else is posting. And then to my shock and like anxiety, you know, went through the roof that people in China and Australia, France, um, Mexico, uh, all across the world had like started downloading this podcast. And I'm like, holy hell, like I, I don't even speak Chinese. How the hell are these people listening to me and all these different people? So, so for your business to be able to get out there is, is, is awesome. And I bet we can both agree on that feeling when you start like getting out. Cause I live in a very small town in Ohio, you know, I live yeah. in Troy, you know, for like somebody in Mesa, Arizona to want some glitter brass knuckle epoxy knuckles. I'm like, how did you find me? It's humbling. And I'm sure you can agree on that. Like having someone in trying to download your podcast, it's humbling. And you're like, Oh my gosh. You know? And yeah. So it's it, it is very great. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. No, it's fine. It's just really great. It's really humbling, and it it just gives that force, you know, that you're doing something right, that you're not alone, right. really, because other people like your stuff too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, just here recently, I had a a guy from a, or I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, so I apologize if you're a girl, but it was somebody that downloaded. Um, Oh, what was it? It was like almost 80 episodes off of the podcast and and just a matter of a few days. So it was like this person found me and they were in Michigan. I don't know anybody hardly in Michigan. Like I, I know a few people, but I know it wasn't this person. And it was like incredible. Like, oh, my God, how did you even find me? How'd you hear about me? You know, freaking this and that. And you, and you went downloaded 80 episodes all in just a matter of a couple of days. So I, I guess I really resonated with that person and helped that person. So that's awesome. I have, to, I have to say, I truly understand what you said, you know, people are exhausting because they are, <laughs> they, they really are. Like I, I, I love what I do and I love trying to help people because that's why I built this, this Facebook group is because the thing that, five years ago that, you know, hurt me the most was that I just, I felt like I was alone. I felt like, you know, nobody could understand what I was going through or what I've been through and the thoughts that are running in my head and, and, you know, the depression days and the anxiety, I always felt like I was alone until I started pay, really paying attention on Facebook and, you know, seeing the things that other people were posting. It was like, oh my God, these people are going through the same shit. And I had other people, you know, telling me because I was kicking around the idea and they started pushing me. No, you should do this. We, you know, we'd support it. And and then actually getting into it. And there's sometimes, you know, I just want to like go through the screen and grab somebody and shake them. And it's just like, why in the fuck aren't you getting this? I've, I, I've told you everything <laughs> I've ever done that, you know, to help me and, and, and to get me into a better spot. And you're just not getting it. What are you doing? Why aren't you doing this stuff? So it definitely gets exhausting. I. I agree with you really on that. That yes, <laughs> people don't understand sometimes of how how they you know I've had a few people come. Well, all you do is talk on a podcast and do lives, and I'm like, yeah, but you don't see the hours that I put in before doing the you know and 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 you know and the work I do behind the scenes and the talking to people on a constant basis and and you know uh, messaging them and on the phone with them and getting the late night phone calls to talk somebody off the ledge and doing all this different stuff like it it gets exhausting it, it beats you up after a while yes uh 
Now you tell me if you have to get off here. You tell me because I told you I'll, I'll go for for hours. But <laughs> I um, have a couple more minutes. I'll give you till seven, and then I gotta okay. probably take a nap. <laughs> okay, okay, I I completely understand. Uh, what are um what are your plans for the future with this business, and what are you hoping to gain from all of this? I'm just hoping to still gain a following and still continue to um, make people feel safe. Um, and I want to continue innovating new products. Um, I really working me and my mom, God bless my mom. She helps me so much. Um, we are looking at maybe branching out a little bit to maybe, um, self-defense rings, you know, that's a thing. So we're going to do that. Um, just staying innovative with the product, making sure that it's holding up. And then we are just going to keep trying new techniques, making new colors, making new patterns. Um, we're, I'm hoping to start making collections and selling in collections instead of individuals. Um, so that's my plans. I wanted to make attainable goals and I think I can do all of those without getting overwhelmed. But right now it's, I've been doing this for about nine months and it's, I just couldn't imagine the growth and the, you know, and I want to say, the biggest blessing of my business is what people have done to me. My logo was donated to me. My banners were donated to me um, from a woman in North Carolina that she said, I support what you're doing. I'm a graphic designer. Let me do this for you. You know, so I want to continue just to bless people and continue to have people have access because it's like everything is so expensive right now. I don't want money to... I just, like I said before, I don't want money to hinder your safety, feeling safe. If you need a keychain, message me. Hey, I get paid in two Fridays. Okay, I'll ship it out. You know, it's okay because I feel good knowing that you trusted me to make you feel safer. So that is a motto that I never want to stray from. Like I want to continue to add more products, um, maybe be make more collections, but I never want to lose my that is my stance it's not about the money i mean the money's nice you know <laughs> but i i never want it to be so income driven that i forget that there's people that need it you know i just always want it to be accessible as that's definitely one of the things i try to get people to understand and i i want to say this for myself and not just um for beck or becky for bethany that you you people really have to understand that you take your time and energy and your own money and you know all these different resources that you put together and to make a product that people want and i try i've been trying to tell because like you i'm not doing this you know for the money you know i'm not getting paid yet or doing anything like that or you know getting donations or anything um i i, I need to correct that i have got one donation from a pack member uh, that was generous. He actually sent me a hundred dollars for Ooh. donating to me. And it, it was really great. But in four years, that's basically all I've got. Uh, but, you know, doing all this, you have to understand when somebody's building a business like what Bethany is and, you know, doing what I'm doing, we do take our time and energy out of all of this. So the way I put it to people is like, look, you you don't go and work for free you know you don't go to a job you know and and work for free and take your time and energy from family and friends and other things you could be doing 
So don't expect don't expect something for nothing. You know, right. doing all of this is is you know is is great that you know that she's doing. But go and support her. I, I I'm going to ask you know everybody watching go support her. Go buy her products. Go tell other people about her products. Share her page. Follow her page. Um, what she is doing is great, and the courage that she had to get on here was amazing and just i'm still still baffled that you know that you could get on here a year later after these things have happened to you and tell this story because i said before that there's people i know that's you know 10 15 20 years that still won't come out and you know either point their finger at their accuser or even tell people that something did happen to them so again bethany it's you're a very courageous woman. Like I, I appreciate thank you getting you. on here on your story. Well, I appreciate you having me, and thank you for everything that you do. You're touching lots of lives. Yes, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna go ahead and let you go, so you can take a nap for for work. Uh, yeah. Again, um, you know, we had another comment that says, uh, you know, her products are amazing, and she has several. Uh, maybe you know, maybe you know her as uh, Kate, Katie. Oh, um, yep. She's a good customer. Had <laughs> a couple people that are definitely interested in your products. Um, again, um, if you would like to say so, I so I don't butcher. You know what? Uh, what is your business name and how can they contact you? Um, it's for the Hottie Safety Emporium. You can find me on Facebook by searching for the Hottie Safety Emporium. Um, and I do custom orders at no extra cost. At no extra cost, um, you just can send me a message, and you can say, "Hey, do you, I want a blue one with glitter?" And sure enough, you'll get a blue one with glitter, or we'll find a good design. Um, I'm in the process of redoing a website, but um, I will walk you through every step of the way, and it's usually about a three-day turnaround, and then I just ship them right to your door. And they are six dollars a piece, or two for ten. That's great. That's great. Thank you again for getting on here, Bethany. Um, I'm going to go a little bit longer after she gets off here. I, you know, got some more shit I want to say. Everybody is welcome to, you know, continue watching or, you know, you can go off if you just got off on here to watch uh, Bethany. Well, it was a great interview. Thank you. I, I we think did we both it. We did great. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> well, I, I, will... I think you did amazing. Thank you. I will talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. You have a good night, Bethany, and thank you again. Bye. You guys, that was that was fantastic. Um, better than than I even thought it was going to be. I I really appreciate Bethany getting on here, spreading her message, and telling everybody, and, and just having the courage to do all of that. That it just, I I'm I'm flabbergasted. I'm 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 starting to get a little emotional for for knowing the things that uh that she was on here talking about and telling us her story and truly meeting somebody that has turned their their trauma and tragedy into into triumph um it is great it is amazing please i i i'm begging you go and support her go and you know go out there get on her public uh i'm sorry her public facebook business page for, at and you can search for her i have it up in the comments right now you can search for for the hotties safety emporium uh get on there 
and go support everything she's doing. Follow her, like her, buy her stuff. Um, a little bit more about me and myself and what I do. Um, as you can see at the bottom, it, you know, it, it talks about, you know, trying to find uh, if you're trying, if you want to become a pack member and, you know, come over to the private Facebook group. There's a lot more people in there that post and comment and talk about their stuff. I am, you know, one of the only ones right now that, you know, gets on there on a daily basis. Uh, I try to Monday to Friday and sometimes I do get on there Saturday and Sunday. The times vary. I've been trying to narrow it down to one time, but I don't, I, I do it around noon. Uh, I may be starting to go live uh, at a later time during the day. I'm not for sure yet, but we are a, a are, we are a pack. We are a true pack. You know, there is plenty of people on there that, you know, you can always, if you're part of the private Facebook group, you can always get on there and reach out to me and especially my admins and moderators that I have in the group. If you're needing help or you're needing assistance, advice, anything like that. Um, there's also plenty of other members out there in, that are part of the pack that if you're not comfortable with talking to a guy or you're not comfortable with talking to one of the you know, admins and moder uh, moderators, there are plenty of members out there that you could reach and their, their inbox is always open that they have offered, you know, that you can get a hold of them and, and talk to them about whatever it is you're going on, on in your life. Any kind of mental, uh, any kind of mental health issues that you're going on, any kind of past trauma that you're trying to deal with and cope from. Again, if you would like to, you know, find me and we, we like I said, we also have uh we, we have a YouTube, a public Facebook page and a TikTok, which I'm still learning TikTok and I'm still learning how to, you know, put, post everything. There's not a whole lot of videos up there, but uh, there's also, you know, we do a lot more in the um, private Facebook group. Uh, we'd love to have you. We'd love to have you. We, you know, we don't discriminate, you know, um, you know, like she, uh, Bethany said earlier, it, it ain't about, you know, the little things that you've been through or the big things you've been through. It, it, it is all, it doesn't matter, you know, freaking if you think it's small or big, if it's, you know, because somebody else may have went through it and went through the same trauma that you have. It's big to you might be small to somebody else. And what's small to somebody else may be, you know, big to you or big to somebody else. It, do it doesn't matter. You know, uh, we try to help everybody that we can. Um, look for us and search for us. Uh, Yana's Wolfpack. Again, Yana is spelled Y-A-N-A-S. We'd love to have you. I appreciate you guys watching. I love that this was my very first interview. There is going to be more interviews to come. And what I'm really trying to build and get out there is the different resources from the little businesses like Bethany herself that deal with, you know, mental illnesses and trying to, you know, maybe protect yourself. Uh, the nonprofits and different organizations out there that and all these, you know, that have and offer different resources for people that you may not know about. Like I said, I've, I've battled with uh, anxiety and depression and other mental illnesses for uh, more years than what I can count. And I didn't even know about these different organizations that are out there willing to help you and that will help you. 
uh, all you have to do is reach out. Hopefully, with all of these different you know places that I find, and we start doing more interviews, it's going to get to you, and it's going you know we're going to um, eventually set up like a website or something in the the Facebook group page that can instead of you know maybe you don't want to contact one of us and and you know in the group and see what we're doing or you know talk to us and your maybe your pride's getting in the way that you can just go and watch one of their interviews and contact them directly and all the information that you'll need to be able to do that will be on there i'm i'm trying to fill the gap that's what i am i am doing now as i'm i'm trying to fill a gap between the nonprofits and organizations that are out there and other people like Bethany with little businesses and different stories to people who need it the most and people who it would matter the most before and during things get too bad to where you feel like you don't have another option of, you know, something severe and taking a temporary situation that you may be in and turning it into a permanent situation. Uh, with that, I'm going to get off here, you guys. I appreciate y'all watching. Again, you can find us on the Facebook private group, the public Facebook page, uh, YouTube, TikTok, and you can go download our pod my podcast on all major podcast hosts just by searching Yana's Wolfpack. Yana is spelled Y-A-N-A-S. And you can also reach out to me for any suggestions, comments, um, self, uh, self or <laughs> constructive criticism, anything you've got to say. You can also, you know, email me at yanaswolfpack at gmail.com. Appreciate everything. You guys for being here, for Bethany getting on here. I think it went amazing. It was fantastic to hear her story. Uh, I always end every video with this saying, and it's something very important that I hope you guys truly know and understand. Always remember two things, you guys. You are stronger than what you think, and you're not alone. Peace. So I want to let you guys know, we do have a TikTok now. Not very many videos uh, in that one. I'm still learning TikTok. We also have a YouTube channel. We would love to have you in the private Facebook support group. If, if you wanted to come join us, just go into the description. I don't know if people know this or not, but go into the description and follow all the links that are in the description so you can find us on other channels. But I want to start uh, asking people to say, hey, if you can, please go uh, support me on Patreon. The, the link is in the description also. And I'm not asking for much. You know, if, if, if I've, you know, resonated with you, if I've helped you in any way, if you enjoy listening to this content, you know, if you appreciate all the time and energy and everything that I put into this, please, you know, go support me on Patreon. You know, the, the descriptions ain't much, you know, five, 10, 15, $20. That's each, you know, one. And, it, and it's per month, you know, per month. If not, if you can't afford that, I totally understand what these times right now. I really do. If you can't afford that, I, I truly understand. But another way you can help support me is just by sending me some questions. 
sending me some uh, suggestions, sending me some comments, you know, whatever. Email me at yanaswolfpack at gmail.com, which that's in the description too. So, you know, you can find all of this info wherever else we are in the description. But just shoot me a message and say, hey, in this one episode, you really helped me. Hey, and you in this one episode, it really resonated with me. Or, hey, I got a question or, or whatever it is. Give me some feedback, please. I want to make these shows about you and what you're going through and to help you. I can only talk about the stuff I go through and the stuff I've been through for so long. Um, I'm trying to make the podcast and, and stuff better. I'm trying to, you know, learn more different things. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, that takes time, takes money. You know, uh, I'm paying for I'm paying for editing videos. I'm going out here and putting you know friggin' uh, shoes on the ground. Takes time to do you know these interviews that I'm about to start coming up with. Hopefully within the next month. You know, it just just takes time. You know, I, I put a lot of time, a lot of energy in this. I just appreciate it if you went and you know signed up for Patreon, whatever what sub subscription you want. Let me sit down with you. Try to figure out some uh, some ways we can help you one on one personally. Some video chats, some uh, phone calls, whatever it may be that uh, that you sign up for. So with that, again, I hope you all have a great and amazing day. I hope life brings you whatever you want, and remember, make the rest of your life the best of your life. Always remember two things: you're stronger than what you think, and you're not alone. Peace. When I was just a young buck, mama always told me, son, keep your head up. I started hustling the street cause I was fed up. At the age of 13, just trying to get my bread up. Didn't know my father, he was murdered in cold blood. That's why I have no remorse and never show no love. Hoping I piss you off, I really give two fucks. Burning my old bridges, trying to find me a new plug. And knowing that I needed to change, always taking from people who probably needed the same. But I was deep in the game and running deep with my gang. And if my pockets was low, then we was peeping your chain. Boy, gotta come up somehow. Instead of running these streets from sun up to sun down, I gotta change my mindset. It ain't no wondering why now that it wasn't my time yet. And why we gotta learn the hard way? Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to. And I'ma do whatever it takes to keep the devil on my back to get to where I'm going to. I can never get enough of. comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'ma get back up, never get enough of that tough love. When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'ma get back up. <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? This is what I did. This is what I did. Yeah, I followed through with the plans. Washing my hands, I'm through with chasing these bands. Found hope, put down dope, becoming a man. Picking up the number two and letting go of the grams. I, I never thought that I could make it this far to eating caviar from stealing stereos from your car. You'd be a fool not to change and try and better yourself. Better quit while you ahead, don't get ahead of yourself. And then truth, you'll find peace and find me. Blowing on pine trees, trying to fill up a dime piece. No more popping my nine piece or stopping the grind streets. Don't take life for granted, cause boy, you know your time's least. And life is what you make it. Better take the music that you dance to and face it. So next time a hater says you can't make it, let that be your motivation to show them that you was destined for greatest And why we gotta learn the hard way Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to And I'ma do whatever it takes To keep the devil on my 
my back to get to where I'm going to I can never get enough of that tough love When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down But I'm gonna get back up, never get enough of that tough love When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down But I'm gonna get back up You see, change is inevitable so it's never too late to make a difference as an individual Cause we gotta do that To become better as a whole All for one And one for all And why we gotta learn the hard way Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to And I'm gonna do whatever it takes Keep the devil on my back to get to where I'm going to I can never get enough of that tough love When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down But I'm gonna get back up, never get enough of that tough love When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down